Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. Time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. It's been a lovely couple days, hasn't it? Yes, it certainly has. Yeah. And we also wanted to thank the person who sent us a little email this week to... uh, Tell us about how much she enjoyed our show. Yeah, isn't that nice? So we just wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time to um, to send us some some of your thoughts. That yeah. was very nice. We appreciate getting that. <laughs> and we would also like to announce that we are working on our website, and we will have have it updated so that it will be mobile ready. Um, probably within the next couple weeks. So stay tuned because you'll be able to uh, send us all kinds of wonderful messages on our uh-huh. on our new website. <laughs> it's the website, but it's just being updated. I don't think we've touched it for seven or eight years. Well, as long as we've been on the air. So um, that's good. Thanks. Glad people are actually listening to us and responding. It's very nice. So what else is going on in your world? Mm. Your boys? Well... One boy um, is still home. He um, is going. He did get hired at um, to work on Katie McGinty's for Senate campaign. That's it. We have to so he will that. be um, leaving the day after the fourth on the fifth. That would be uh, to go to Philadelphia to work, and uh, so that's all good. We're all we're happy mm-hmm. about that. And my other boy, Tommy, who was taking who was in Europe for two weeks. Um, was um, supposed to be in Istanbul the day after the despicable bombings. So yeah. I was, needless to say, crazy, um, and but didn't even hear about it during my busyness of the day. And then I got a text from him to say, we are not going. And I'm thinking, well, okay. what? And he said, Mom the airport was bombed and I just flipped right out. I had no idea. I'm like, what? Mm. And I'm like, Tony, Tommy, Tony, Tommy. Did you know my other son, Tony? (laughs) Never met him. He said, Tommy, get the hell home. Like Uh, he's just going to pack up and mm -hmm. listen to his mother. Yeah. But, oh man, talk about craziness. It's just unbelievable. So, um, but he's safe and okay, so that's. So is he planning still planning? No, a trip? they are not going to Turkey. They are going. They were make. They were London, Turkey, and then France. So they are going from London right to France. Good, and we have to hope nothing yeah, happens. Exactly, dear God, help us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that. So, so, so what events went on this week? Do we? I feel like it's been a blur. 
Well, we were at your book signing, which we talked oh, about. No, um, we didn't. We did on the last show, saying we were going to be there that night. Yes. This is now the post, yes. post book signing. Yes. At Nada and Company, and mm-hmm. it was very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? Were it you was happy wonderful. With that, we we had about a twenty. Was it twenty some at guests? Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, I did a couple minutes um, explaining some of the things that were in the book, and reading some of the stories. Hopefully, inspiring some of the women there to take some action. We'll see what happens. And uh, sold a lot of books, which I was really thrilled about. It was just really nice to have that kind of uh, encouragement to keep going, I guess. And uh, Nada and her daughter. Katie. Uh, Katie, but also Michael was kind of floating around in the background too. They, she did something really fun. They have a, a countertop where they, <laughs> <laughs> where they, they actually check people's clothes out and do all that kind of stuff with the cash registers. And she somehow decided that it'd be a good idea to get up on top of the countertop and do a little. Uh, kind of a, a a quick story about how you can buy some key pieces to your wardrobe and keep changing them, which dramatically uh, changes the look of, of the overall um, outfit, I uh-huh. guess you would call it. And it was really very well done. She really made some good points. A couple pieces make a huge difference. So I think all told, we probably took up about a half an hour of people's time to do both of those things. And then they offered some wonderful um, fruit platters and cheese and crackers and dips and stuff. It's really wonderful. So we had a great time. And I think everybody finally left about 8 o'clock. We started at 5.30. So they must have enjoyed hanging out. It was a pretty I think, good thing. Yeah, I think it went over well. And, you know, I had I, Katie had the three very well-behaved mannequins on the top of the very thing well as well. And then Katie jumped right up there. Mm-hmm. It, was, um, it was very nice. And I think people enjoyed it. So those kind of things work nicely. In, in it, a good half hour of someone listening was the perfect time at the end of the night. So I think, yeah, I liked it. I thought it went well. Yeah, so and good. we have another one coming up. Yeah, when is that? On July 7th. That is uh, coming up in, I guess that's about a week or so. And that will be at um, Bella Foch's, which is uh, a a storefront on Lackawanna Avenue in Scranton. And the woman who is the owner, Joanna. Joanne. Joanne Finnerty. It, but there's her middle name there. Well, she Marianne. I think it's Mariani or her maiden name. I, yes. I don't. I, That's I can't. it. Yeah. And Joanne is going to um, sponsor this event, and she owns a chocolate store. So we're billing this as um, books and chocolate for the evening. Mm-hmm. And the it's the day before first. I think first Friday, although it should be. Second Friday, I think, because yeah, because to, because Friday of this is the first week is the first. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but anyway, she was going to try to do some, do some serious promotion of this, including some posters all around downtown Scranton well, acknowledging it. Maybe what she's going to do is promote it at First Friday, which Probably. will be the first, and then the following week, that Thursday, will be yeah. your your event yeah because first friday is the fir- is going to be on the first and i can honestly say i have never been to one in my never entire been life to a first friday i have never Not, been to a first they're, friday they're very nice yeah we used to do them a lot at Broadway. We have i don't know if they're they're not doing them now. I mean when i was the executive director we did 
a few, and it was very nice just to be part of it. There's a lot of people who peruse the downtown that night, mm-hmm. so it does get a lot of attention. A lot of it's very artsy and and community oriented, and I I think it's nice. I think it's a good way to promote yourself. So. Okay, well, then we hope that that will bring out a lot of people. We're sending out invitations. We did a lot of uh, promotions on Facebook and some, I think it might have been on Twitter. I'm not sure. I didn't actually do it, but we're hoping we get another nice crowd of people, and we're going to do the same thing. We're going to have some wine and some hors d'oeuvre things. So we'll be right after work. And chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Heavily on the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that, uh, that'll be good. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know if it's Mariani or Marinelli. It's I, I feel bad because I, I I just know it's her as Marinelli. Joanne, what Marinelli is that? What it yeah. is? And mm-hmm. Joanne Finnerty. So mm-hmm. anyway, a good she's a good girl, and um, her chocolate is very good. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. So yeah, yay, that's a good night. And that night, I was just saying to Lynn, the other Lynn in our our crowd, who's representing uh, ERA One Source Realty, who will be on later in this show. We were saying that I will be. Uh, I joined Sunita on July seventh, two thousand seven. So as seven seven seven. So I always think about this year. Wow. You said the seventh. It'll be. Nine years. Yeah. Yoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. So you should play those numbers, I triple know. sevens. I, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got engaged <laughs> on 999, too, oh. just so you know. Well, don't play those. Yeah. How about <laughs> it? <laughs> but um, anyway, <sighs> that, now I mean the newest engagement, not many years Oh, back. I thought that was your... No, the, no. The, the one you eventually married? several times, Lynn. We won't Oh, I forgot it, about that. Yes. yes I not do Not married recall. several times, but engaged. <laughs> As my father said, engaged to be engaged. All right. So, yeah. And uh, other than that, oh, and then we were at the um, Casa de, de Napoli for the weekend. Meyer and I went up Saturday, and we spent the evening. Mm-hmm. And I had my coffee uh, the next morning out on the little uh, veranda. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. Yeah. So we had a very nice time. Yeah. And that was been... That has been uh, a promise she has made to me for now five years mm-hmm. that she was going to do that. Uh-huh. And, and, come, and she did. There you go. All right, she did. And why didn't I in the past? I understand why. Okay. I understand why. She doggies. had a doggies at home that uh-huh. needed some attention yeah. and couldn't stay overnight. So, all right. No there longer an issue. No longer the doggies, so now I can stay over wherever the heck I want. Right. <laughs> <sighs> Yay! Yes. So, but we had fun. We had a good time. We, we did. We never even got out on the boat. No. But that's okay. We still. Yes. What did I tell you when we sat down and chilled that we never do this? And you're right. We rarely take the time to sit down and just um, embellish the art of conversation. Yes. There was no TV on, remember? That's right. And I was watching if these two dudes were going to say, hey, get the TV on. There was none of that. It was conversation, good old conversation. Yeah. And it was very nice. So thank Mm -hmm. you because we had enjoyed ourselves very... And then we cooked that night. Yes. We had some wonderful food Mm -hmm. and enjoyed ourselves out on the uh, porch under the umbrella. And watch the sun go down. Yeah, it was, was absolutely beautiful. Oh my God, that was wow. the most beautiful orange red sun going over the mountains yeah. off of that lake. It was beautiful. Yep. So it was a good time. It's a very nice place. It certainly is. <laughs> I 
love it. I love being there in the winter, the summer. It's perfect. That was the first time we were there. In the summer. In the summer. Yeah, I know. And, um, during the night, we did hear a few boats on the, um, on yeah. the lake, like yeah. motor boaties. Yep. I mean, really during the night. Well, there are a lot of people that have slips at the lake. Yeah. That live, they sleep on their boats. I know. So they don't really have a home there. They just go out and sometimes they anchor up somewhere and that's where they sleep during the night. I know, and I think that's neat. It is kind of neat. That's That was very nice. And early in the morning, they're out on those motorboats too. Yep. Which I love the, the noise of it. So, But it was very peaceful and quiet there, wasn't it? I yeah. mean, nice place to sleep. Yes. Yeah. I told you I slept right through. I know. slept. Didn't. Yeah, it's the retreat house. That's what I call it, it. It certainly is, and you'll be up there for the upcoming Fourth of July uh, holiday. You'll yep. be up for a couple of days. It's a long weekend, everybody. So with um, the, as my husband calls him, the Crown Prince. Yes, that would well, be his son. Um, Tyler is going to be up there with his wife, <coughs> and uh, I'm sure we'll be doing a lot of boating that weekend. But he says the same thing. He and his wife live in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and it's a wild and crazy place, and it's always noisy and whatever. They love to come up there be- and sleep just because it's so quiet and mm-hmm. peaceful. So I but call it the retreat get, house. Lynn, you, we, you can attest to this. You do get used to, obviously, sleeping on a busy street or a busy town. Because yes. you and I lived in the 800 of North Main, mm-hmm. right near Orm Street. And when the fire department or the ambulance <laughs> flew by, they would always blast their siren before Orm Street, which is right around the fourth house down, which is my where my house is, mm-hmm. my mother's house. And your, your house was right beyond that. Yep. It, it was a very noisy street. It and was. so you get used to it. And my, I don't know about your room, but my bedroom was in the attic and we, so we the front of the, the front house. of the house so too. you heard. Did I ever tell you that story very quickly? My, I used to run because I was afraid of the ambulance what? and fire. I always thought as a little kid they were coming to my house. And then I would have to literally say to myself, Laurie, nobody in your house called the fire department or the ambulance. It's not, they're not coming for you. But what if we don't know? And I used to scare myself, get nervous about it. So because I was so afraid, I would run into my grandmother's bedroom who was in the back of the house and I would jump in bed with her. And one day my father said to me, you are not allowed to run into your grandmother's house bedroom and wake her up. You stay in that front room, real nice, right? Yeah. Don't you, you don't have to be afraid. It's not just don't run in. So the one day, the next time, the fire department. I thought to myself, hell with it. I'm running in Nana's room, and I opened my bedroom door and I flew smack into my father's stomach because <laughs> he was right there. He, and he goes, get your rear end back in bed. So I went back to bed. But then the next time it happened, he. He figured, oh, she won't do it again. I was right back in my grandmother's room. <laughs> there you go, Pop. Take that. Anyway, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Hello. Good morning. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. <laughs> Oh, if they could only see. Oh, yes. 
every time it happens. I know. She mm-hmm. does this to me all the time. And my name is Lynn Evans. I am the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on Amazon.com. So... Here's my question for you. You oh. ready? Yeah. Oh, no. No, this is not a quiz. All not right, a quiz. Um, the, well, let me do this other one. Okay. The question is, what do you want to be? And I would put in parentheses when you grow up. Yes. This is something from AARP, um, the bulletin, which is something that comes out, I guess it's every month. Uh, for the entire country. And then we have the other ones that come out for the state of Pennsylvania. But this one is, what do you want to be? And apparently they've started a really wonderful program that they call Life Reimagined. And it's on their AARP website. And this is a a situation that they refer to as life-changing. So this woman who was discussed here in this uh, in this article that was written by the woman who is the the current president CEO of AARP and she said Cindy Anderst of Bismarck North Dakota was feeling stuck after 22 years in the same job as a dietitian and a manager of large food services departments in hospitals she felt um, she was just holding on until she could retire in a few years I know a lot of people who do that they just feel like if they can hang in there, what a way to waste your life. I anyway, know. one day she decided to do something about it. She made a bold leap that meshed her career skills with the purpose she wanted to get out of the next phase of her life. She got a job leading the women's ministry in her church. As she told her friends the first year on her new job, this is the first spring, summer, and fall that I have enjoyed every day. Making this change has made Cindy a firm believer in Life Reimagined, a digital platform launched by AARP to help people in any stage of life navigate their life transitions. It's about living a full life in the place you belong with the people you love, doing the work that's right for you on purpose. Life Reimagined helps you get unstuck, Cindy said. She especially likes the networking that's built into the process and the tools on the website that help you assess where you are. In fact, Cindy has trained to become a Life Reimagined workshop presenter and now hosts trainings throughout the adult learning program at a local university and in the community. I think that's a wonderful yeah, thing to neat. do. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's part of the reason why so many people don't retire is because they don't know what's next. They don't know what to do with their lives. They have no game plan. It would just be day, whatever it is, that's the last day of your job is the last day of your job. And then the next day they have no idea what they're going to do. So they don't. They don't retire. They just keep going. And this article says, Cindy's story is not uncommon. Millions of us reach a point, usually somewhere between our mid-40s and early 70s, when we begin to question the meaning of our lives and whether our success has brought us happiness. This is a time when many of us reassess our achievements in terms of our dreams. We go through a period of reevaluation and reflection. 
Um, and then she said, this is also a time of significant transition. When our children leave home or they move back, we become caregivers for our parents, become, become grandparents. We change jobs or careers. Our appearance and physical health change. And we find ourselves free for perhaps the first time in our adult lives to pursue lifelong dreams. I would highly recommend that anyone who's looking at um, trying to define they are, where do they go, what's next, to go to this site on AARP. And it's just actually a site in and of itself called lifereimagined.aarp.org. Give it a try. See what happens. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's neat. she They're doing a lot of commercials. Did you notice yes. that? That woman is very nice. She's, um, I like her. She's I like doing the way a she lot. looks. I like everything about her. She's doing a lot to reach out to that community and make them more involved. Yeah. Well, um, this is then apropos to that, there was another article that was written by a woman named Caroline Wright for a company called Manila.com. This is interesting because I disagree with some of this. And I also don't understand why this woman's writing these articles, since she's really, from my perspective, not qualified to be doing this. What is she um, writing she's about? About um, finance, personal finance. She's not uh, a certified her, planner. She's not a. She's not. She's a digital marketing manager of video and mobile at Manila, the leading free and secure service that lets you manage your bills and accounts in one place. All right, so that this is an obvious plug. But beyond that, I don't know what she does or why she's qualified to write this. And, and I think it's wrong. Where was this? This was um, I, somewhere, somewhere I got it on uh, the Internet when I was looking up uh, retirement planning. Okay. I forget what it was, but this manila.com is a site that you can go and find this information. Did you information. ever go on there before? No, I did not because it's just, it's, it's a service they sell. Okay. All right. They pay bills and do things like that online. I get it. Okay. So I think this is just really trying to have her being a marketing manager, get people to come to the site. Business, yeah. All right. So it's, this is supposedly something about the different phases of a person's life, of a person's financial life. She starts with baby. All right. You got 10 fingers and 10 toes. That's good. Um, then when you're 10 years old, you want to buy something your parents won't approve of, ask for an allowance, do chores, and then blow your money on a new game or toy. At 15, your parents still take care of you, but maybe they're not paying for everything anymore. Time to stash away some money and talk to your parents about creating a budget. What 15-year-olds yeah. do you know who None. do that? None. Yeah. And what do you mean maybe they're not paying for everything at 15? For well, the most part. <clears throat> they are. Exactly. But, I mean, I know some people can't and they help, but come on, the average person. Is and not, then she anyway. also adds, you should probably get a summer job, too. Oh my God. I think you just should. Never okay. mind, too. Yeah. All right, 18, you're independent now, sort of. While mom and dad might be helping you out with necessary expenses like rent or college tuition, you still need to have money for books, pizza, and weekend fun. Now it's time to start creating good habits like minimal credit card spending and paying your bills on time. All right, that's fine. And then at 22, time to get a real job. And then she does encourage people to start, even if it's a little bit, into your company's 401k plan. Um, she said, start saving now so you don't hate yourself later. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. 
And then 25, begin establishing good credit by opening up a couple of low interest credit cards and paying them back on time. You're in a good spot to save right now. You got a steady income, no kids, no mortgage. That's 25. I don't know that that's true for everybody. There's a lot of people that are married and have kids at 25. I was married at 25, no children yet, but yes. Okay. So she said, you don't know this yet, but you'll never be as free as you are right now. Now, I say that because this, what I just quoted to you was that most people who are getting to retirement are are as free. free Yes. All right. So I don't know that this is right. But I think unless she means lack of responsibility. Well, maybe. Yeah. And then in your 30s, it's time to up the ante. You're not already. Begin contributing to your 401k. Make sure you're contributing the maximum amount that your employer will match because it's free money. I totally agree with that. You should also look into buying a home, but only if you're willing to stay in it for at least three to five years, because that's how long it will take to redeem your buying and selling costs. Uh In your 30s? No, because you have to be very mobile. You know, well, whatever. All right. And she said, and here's something that is just such an old chestnut here that I think it's ridiculous. And start diversifying your portfolio. A simple rule. Now, this is the way it's written. A simple rule is to take your age and subtract it by 110. Would that not give you a negative number? Yeah. So what does that mean? So it's just say and subtract it into 100, and not even subtract it. Oh um, take your age and subtract it from 110. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The resulting number is roughly the percentage you should invest in stocks, and the rest should be in bonds uh, or cash. Yeah. Okay. Now, that's just so simplistic, it's absurd. But, all right, if it's something that that gets somebody started on developing a portfolio that's diversified, all right, fine, I'll pass. And then in the 40s, college, only this time it's not for you. Prepare for your kids' tuition now. Make sure you're not halting your retirement planning or taking out costly loans like a home equity line of credit. Why is a home equity line of credit a costly costly loan? It's probably the cheapest and Mm -hmm. most expensive way to get money. Yep. And it's deductible. Exactly. I don't understand that at all. Okay, in the 50s, over the hill, not you. You've got tons of mileage left, so start looking into long-term care options. Well, that's, that's true. Right? That's a good one because mm-hmm. it's relatively inexpensive at that point. So that's a good thing. And then the 60s. Um, did you hear 60s, the new 50, and you're looking good? Now is the time to take things down a notch. Dial back your investment risks so that the majority of your wealth is in a combination of bonds and cash. No, please don't do that. Please don't just off the cuff do that. Please. Uh, also, stick to the man, stick it to the man, and start looking for independent work yes, yeah. that allows you more freedom and can act as an income source in retirement. We've talked about that a lot, of uh, finding some other sources of income and doing some things that will now take into account the skills you've learned over your career and maybe some consulting work or something on the internet or a franchise, something like that. All right, so that's sixty-two. She says, hey, old guy, you did it. 62. Old guy. Welcome to retirement age, that is. Just because you've hit 62 doesn't mean you have to start collecting Social Security. If you can, hold off for a while. Waiting until you're 70 to start collecting will give you almost double the monthly benefit. The exception, if you're in poor health or desperate, in desperate need of income. 
Now at 70, she advises, make sure your retirement fund lasts by downsizing your home and moving to a cheaper area. At 70? Why would you be doing this at 70? You should be doing this at 60. (laughs) It's ridiculous. And then at 75, she's got some more advice. You might be old, but there's still some planning to do. It's time to consider... Might be old. Yeah, at 75. It's time to consider your legacy. Establishing a lifetime income by drastically reducing your stock ownership and transferring the funds into a combination of income-producing assets like bonds, real estate investment trusts, and annuities. (gasps) There's at seventy-five. You're going to (laughs) buy an annuity. Stop it. Oh man. All right. So anyway, this woman needs See, to get her read, axe. Lynn read the last thing first, and that's why she decided to read the rest and say, <laughs> "This is horrible." Ninety-five percent bad of this. news. Yeah, and bad so advice. Don't pay attention if you ever go on that website. Yes. Listen to don't. what Lynn says. That's all we have to do. Thank so you. we're going to take a fast break. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. Here's Laurie and Lynn. everybody. Welcome back. You're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, and I am the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And my name is Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on Amazon.com. And joining us today from ERA One Source Realty, who has about 100 agents, there's about 100 agents strong, 10 counties, 7 offices, uh, broker owner Sunita Aurora is usually here, or her lovely daughter Nisha, and a lot of times Sunita and or Nisha will say, hey, we're going to pluck one of our goodies from the crowd and bring them on in. So today we have with us Lynn Wilclow, who is the Vice President of Operations Operation Man, Operations Manager at ERA. Lynn has been in the real estate business since 2002, and this is Lynn's first time on air with us. So Lynn, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And, oh, yay. Uh, yeah. First okay. time on the air. Woo-hoo. Yay. So Lynn, um, ERA, you've been there how long now? You're the, you're not that you're you're pretty new. To, I'm pretty new to yeah. the ERA to yep. the ERA group. I've came came to Sunita in January this past okay. year. Okay, there you go. Well, you got through the first almost the first six, uh, months. six months, so that's good. Yeah. How are we doing over there? Everything's. What do going, you think of the place? I think it's great. We're yeah. doing a lot of renovations. We're doing a lot of yeah. growing. We've been growing our team. Um, doing a lot with training and education with our agents and getting out there in the community and getting our, our presence out there and helping. Mm-hmm. And also, I notice as we go by the office on, on um, mostly where I go by the one in Chinchilla or Clark Summit area there, um, the you have your the digital signs that are going 240, which is a good thing because that just draws your attention. Right. Even at night, passing yeah. on the highway, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. see them. 
Yeah, it's all good. So what are you guys up to these days? I know you're part- participating in some uh, Riverfest uh, sponsorship, and Sunita's yes. tries very hard, I know, to give back to the community and involve her agents and her name of her business uh, on many things, including this radio show, which we are very happy to for her to be doing, and so we appreciate that. And so what is she doing with the Riverfest? Well, Sunita has gotten involved in a sponsoring and having a table at the Shawnee River Fest 5. It's on it's July 9th and July 10th this year. July 9th is the pre-party that starts at about 7.30 p.m. at the Sycamore Grill. Mm-hmm. And then they're having a free concert. It's a free family-friendly concert on July 10th starting at 11.30 a.m. And that is going to be at the Shawnee Inn and Golf Resort. Mm-hmm. And we will have a table there. And we'll be meeting people that have questions about buying or selling a home or perhaps that are interested in a real estate career or maybe a change. Yeah, because Lynn, you said you worked in the Monroe County. You were on the, you were with the Board of Realtors in Monroe County before you came to Sunita. So you're well aware of Shawnee and Shawnee on the Delaware where this will happen and the type of homes and the people they they are there's a huge influx and I, I assume I lived in Stroudsburg for East Stroudsburg for three years, Buck Hill for a year in East Stroudsburg for two, um, back in the nineties, um, and it um, it was very much then. I'm not a hundred percent sure now, but I would assume the same. A lot of New Jersey and New and New York people who come in in families they were come in in big groups families buy homes together and start their their lives all over again in Stroudsburg because it is so convenient to you know it's an hour to the GW bridge to go to back and forth to work so many people work in the city living in it's sort of like a bedroom community to New York a little bit stretched out but it's the it's that's what happens is it still doing is it still like that it still is I would say it's still a good amount vacation homes a lot of Investors are coming into the area. Mm -hmm. Um, I managed an office there for many years um, that was very big in um, foreclosures. So there was a lot of people buying investment homes and and starting out little, you know, investment portfolios doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, We have an office over there in Stroudsburg and we have several agents. We just brought on about probably six new agents in that area. And they are are keeping pretty busy. Mm -hmm. I also was in the Pike Wayne area. I started off in Pike Wayne, Milford. All that area. Yeah, I love Milford. Dingman's I love that Ferry. area. And so I'm very familiar with Pike Wayne, Monroe. Now, do a lot of people who live in the Milford area, too, do they commute or go to the city, or is that a little too far? They actually do. Yeah. There's a lot of people that still do um, commute back and forth. I would say more so from the Bushkill, East Stroudsburg, Stroudsburg area, right. because it's more convenient to 80. But they do, they do definitely commute back and forth. Yeah, and that's good to be part of the Monroe County stuff because, and in Sunita's business because there is such so many people coming in and people from our neck of the woods who go there to have their second homes or their summer vacation homes, which really makes a lot of sense for that presence. Now, the office that Sunita only has one office in Monroe County, though, right? Yes, she has the one office, right, which is on Park Avenue. Park right? Avenue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm very conveniently located actually right um so okay and how many agents are pretty much are in that neck of the woods currently in that office we have 17 wow that's good yeah and we're looking to grow with a couple more that we're expecting to bring on 
board. And that's one of the reasons why Sunita got involved with the Shawnee River Fest. Um, you know, 1,500 people attended last right. year. And um, it's, a, it's a good place to be. And it also benefits the East Stroudsburg Emergency Disaster Program of the Salvation Army. Ah, oh, that's nice. And they served about 6,122 6, people last year. Wow. Help well, that's a, yeah, it's a good thing, but it's good for the exposure to do these things and to put your name out because a lot of times I think people think about doing real estate. They think they like, oh, I think I could do it or I might be interested in doing it. And they don't necessarily do what they think they're going to do. And then having a presence there where you could talk to someone about it maybe will push them over a little bit. Do you find these new agents are brand new or are some of them moving? from other um, uh, agencies and want just a change or are these people and 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 give a little um, specific on that Lynn because people think oh I'm I'm too young or oh I shouldn't do it because I'm older in many cases it works to your advantage being young or being older where we were talked Lynn all the time about changing careers yeah. mm-hmm. if you want to be active that's the thing to do and make some money on the side you never know what it's going to come your way well that's the thing what yeah. are you seeing we actually see a good array of everything okay. we actually get a lot of new agents there are a lot more agents there was a good pause for a while when the market was a little yeah. iffy but now we're seeing more and more agents getting in um, and we're seeing a lot of agents who have been in the market that want to better themselves and learn more they want to put more towards their training. They want to learn about um, how to communicate with their clients. And that's where we excel. We have all the um, tools to help them to do that. And we do see a lot of people, and I think it's a great job for a retiree or someone who has another source of income coming in because if you can get out there and sell, you're an independent contractor, you're out there, you're making your own business. So you can really pretty much determine your, your bottom line. And I think it's a very, it's a perfect job for all ages. We see a lot of kids coming right out of high school at this point. And I've, I know many people who started their careers at 18 and they're still in the business mm-hmm. and they're in their it's amazing. 40s, 50s. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think you really have to like doing it because to be in it that long. But I think what I think what also works are the older people, not older, but that they retire. Just say someone who retires who's a great salesperson. And they think, you know, I don't want to do this, but I want, I still like, I miss it. I miss the, the negotiation, the, the, the back and forth, the strategy of all that. This, it's the perfect thing. And to it's do. also the great, it's a, it's a great social networking, yes, exactly. people yes. person yep. kind of job. So if you enjoy being around people, if you enjoy getting out and talking and you, you just meet the most interesting, lovely people. And it's, you know, it's very rewarding when you find them the perfect home. I know it. I know. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, you go through the classes, you take the classes. Now, I think you still you still have to take the two practices and fundamentals, I yes, think. Yes, you do the And two. then that's done, and then you can sit for the test. And the beauty is now the test results are instant, whereas years ago, I you have find my license. The minute you hit the last button. Exactly. <laughs> I have my license now. Ooh, this is which year is this? 1638 <laughs> years. Wow. Wow. Yes. Did you realize that before Wait, you just did the math? Oh, that's a lie. 28 years, oh, excuse okay. me. Still, that's a long, 28 years, a long time. And that's what you yes, see. Yes, I got it in 19, in my license in 1988. Yes. And yeah, I was, you know, yeah, 15 years thing. old. So it was... Re- <laughs> <laughs> Ten, weren't you? <laughs> no, but I was in my twenties. It was, it, you know, it was it was good. It was twenty. I don't know how eighty-eight. I was twenty-two. 
Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't. No. Mm-mm. How old was I? Younger. Well, definitely. No, twenty six. Yes. So I was twenty. No, twenty seven. Yes. You never see the same deal twice, man. so it can definitely keep your no, interest for a long time. And you know what? <laughs> Even in my case, Lynn, I do referring work now, and that—that's the beauty of having a license is. Whether I want to do it a lot at one time when I have the freedom, or I just want to do it a little, or I want to put my license in escrow, which exactly. it was for a year or two at one point, um, or I want to refer, or whatever I want to do. As long as you keep up the continuing ed classes once every year, and you pay your, um, you, you know, you renew your license, you can do so many different things. So it's, it's really... Um, it's a good thing. I, whether I'm active or not, I like to have it. I love the, to be kind of in the mix of it all, and I love the negotiation part of it. It's That's a lot of fun. to me the the most the most rewarding. I love the challenge of that. Yeah. But there's so many different things you can do in this business, and then as people get into it, they think, "Hey, what the heck? I've come this far. Let me get my broker's license." Well, that's, that's just another way. I started you as an your, agent. Your, I thought it was going to be a part-time job. I took the job across the in the office across the street from my children's elementary school when they went to school. Well, now they're in college, and I'm managing with a broker's license. There you so, go. See, you know, yeah, it's it's that's exactly what happens it's i always call it the part-time job that took over my life exactly 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 what happened it is true Mm -hmm. but that is like the beauty of it is i remember marianne as we were talking marianne um higgins when we spoke i said sunita bought marianne used to be the broker owner of um, park avenue realtors which is where sunita bought that the uh, building from marianne and marianne i remember years ago when i was getting my license she said laurie it is the because that's what she did her whole life and she said it is the perfect job to have while you raise your young children it was because you can i took when i first got my license i was living in center city philadelphia and i took my i had my tommy my son tommy that same year i put him in um uh, those front carry things and went to show houses (laughs) and condos and everything else with him in the front mm-hmm. well, my so kids it's, my kids were a little older when i started but i've made a lot of business my it was a side effect of my children playing sports and being involved and being in the pta because everybody knew me as a real estate yes mom. yes so just being in that situation i'm participating in my life helped me to excel as a agent yeah yeah it's good it's all good so mm-hmm. lynn if anyone would like to reach out to any of the agents at uh, ERA, what is the best phone number and website that they can go on? The best phone number that they can reach us at would be our corporate office in Clark Summit, which is 570-587-9999. And they could ask for Lynn Wilklow, or they could ask for Sunita Aurora. And also, they could visit us on our website. We have ERA1.com. Or you can actually visit us on our career website, which is nepa-realestatecareers.com. There you go. All right. Well, thank you. You did a great job. Thank you very much. Thanks. It was lovely meeting with you. So yes. happy 4th of July, happy America. Of July. And to all yes. of those you listening, enjoy your long, long weekend um, and relax and get ready for and work. And sing happy birthday to our country. Yes, that's right. That's right. We're all happy about that. So, mm-hmm. And thank you to anyone and all who <laughs> protect us, which is a good thing. Yes. Yes, right, honor of Patrick A. DiNapoli. Right, Lynn? Right. There we I'll go. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you real soon. Be safe and be nice. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.